to our special story podcast number two. G'day. It's awesome. Exciting. Um, yeah, we've got some awesome things yeah. for us tonight. Um, I'm Amberly and... And I'm Josh. Yeah. Welcome along. We are the Clinks and uh, this is our special story. So Ams and I have four kids. For those of you who are just tuning in, we have four kids three girls and our eldest is Elijah our son who is nine and he has charge syndrome and so um, basically our special story is here to uh, invite you all invite you all into the life of a special needs family and um, so that's what we're going to be chatting about tonight we want to chat about like many of you have tuned in have heard or know that Elijah has charge syndrome but like us, in the beginning of our journey with Charge Syndrome, you have no idea or it's the first you've heard about it. So yeah. uh, we want to chat about Charge Syndrome tonight. We're going to fill you in on what that is and what that looks like for us. Yeah. We also have some, um, some cool stories to share. We're going to chat about a controversial Facebook post that, yes. <laughs> uh, that, we, that we had this week. That was a bit of fun. Yeah, so we'll, we'll chat about that and share our thoughts on that. Um, yeah, so stay tuned and we're going to jump on in to uh, the discussion on charge syndrome yeah. and what that looks like for us. See you shortly. We wanted to kick things off by chatting about charge syndrome. Yeah. Because uh, it is a pretty, it's it's classed as a rare condition, isn't it? Yes. Um, it's one in 10,000 Yeah, babies. one in 10,000 babies yeah. have it. I know that when Elijah got diagnosed with charge syndrome, we had never heard of it before. No. Not even a clue on what it was. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so it is, it is pretty rare. And we've since met only, I can count on one hand how many kids we've met with charge syndrome anyway in yeah. that nine years. Eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's chat about charge syndrome. Let's look through that. Charge syndrome is basically an acronym, isn't it? Yeah, for a whole bunch right. of things. So take us away, Ams. Teach us what charge syndrome uh, I'll is. I'll try my best. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, it's an acronym. And the C in charge stands for coloboma of the eye. Yes. Um, and that basically is... Yeah. In charge syndrome, it's like missing, either missing bits in the eye, yeah. like retina, or it's like black spots in the eye. Um, for Elijah, I think there's like a black spot at the back of his eye and his, but his vision yeah. is fine. Yeah. And his vision is fine. But yeah, yeah so coloboma basically can affect the iris, the lens or the, um, retina yeah. of the eye. And so it can be a bunch of different things, but. Yeah. And some kids, um, are blind. Some kids have fine eyesight. Yeah. Some kids, some kids need, need glasses, glasses and think Elijah fine. will eventually need glasses, but. Yeah. He's pretty good. And then the H stands for heart defects. Mm-hmm. So there can, there's a whole list of different heart issues. It can be mm-hmm. holes in the heart and different conditions and that often require surgery really, um, like when really they're really young. little. Yeah. yeah, little babies. Um, and then A stands for atresia choline, which uh, another word for that is choanal atresia which is bone or skin blocking the nasal passages. So it can either be both nasal passages or one nasal passage. And it can also just be like a narrowing of those um, nasal passages as well and not necessarily blocked. And so for a lot of charge syndrome babies, um, when they're born, they're not breathing when they've got the coenoatresia, right? Yes, that's right. Yep. And then... um, 
The R stands for retardation of growth. So okay. often have a lot of issues with putting on weight and growing, yeah. which is why our little IG is still fitting. <laughs> he's nine and he's fitting size four and five clothes. <laughs> actually, today I looked at some of his clothes and I thought, oh, I've actually bought him a few size, size sixes. So that's pretty good. Oh, big gains. <laughs> yeah. Making gains like. Yeah. Um, the G stands for genital abnormalities. And then the E stands for ear abnormalities. Yeah. So um, with that, they can have like folded over ears or like missing bits of their ears. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then deafness. I think 80% of charge syndrome children have some form yeah. of deafness, whether that's fully deaf or, you know, yeah. mildly deaf. That's or, right. Yeah. So when they found... A cut, they found the heart, the hole in the heart, and they found the coina atresia with Elijah. Yeah. The pediatricians told us, look, it's looking like charge syndrome, and if it is, there's 80% chance he'll be deaf. Yeah. So when they tested him, sure enough, he was. So we've got this acronym, which yes. ex explains these, um, you know, these issues that charge syndrome patients can have. Usually, if they have three of them, then they'll. Often, if there's other things around it, they'll diagnose them with charge syndrome. So on top of that, there's the um, swallowing issues. Mm. There's balance issues. Yes. There's autistic-like behavior, um, OCD. Some are actually diagnosed with Tourette's syndrome. Um, then there's, help me think. Was, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just such a weird and wonderful spectrum of yeah, things like it's crazy. Just, yeah yeah so they do have like like um a lot of issues with anxiety and yes they um, do. and pain like a lot of pain and a lot of them have and this is what elijah has struggled with most of his life up until this year but um the sinus issues so yeah. constant like um constant migraines and, and yeah. just sinus issues <clears throat> and you know, often because they have smaller airways and then mm. they've also got the coenal atresia and those things which affect all that, the ear, nose and throat stuff yeah. that they have going on. Yeah. Um, and then there's, like, issues with the airways, so, like, floppy yeah. larynx and yeah. um, paralysed vocal cords. Um, yeah, there's so much. There's honestly so much. It's just crazy. But we're yeah. actually going to a charge syndrome conference in Melbourne at the end of the May. At the end of May, and we're super excited about that because yeah. we're gonna we're going to learn so much more. Because I honestly yeah. feel like I'm I know a little bit, but yeah, totally not well, enough. So what we've got to understand with charge syndrome is uh, um, not everyone has like you, you've got these six conditions that you've out, outlined there those ac with the acronym yeah. but not everyone has all of those no. and it's a mix of all of them so every charge syndrome kid is their experience of charge syndrome is different and not only that the spectrum of charge syndrome is just massive mm. so you got anything from kids who are like totally um, immobilized they can't see they can't hear they can't talk and they're in they can't get out of bed, they're immobile, all of that. Right through to kids who are um, Harvard graduates in the yeah. end when they grow up. Academically, um, they just excel and they yeah. take off and they just have a few physical challenges that yeah. they overcome. Um, but the thing is with charge syndrome is, it, although it's, it's not a new, I, I doubt it's a new syndrome, no. it is new, the research around it is very new, very recent. Uh, to the point where the only um, book 
with any medical weight that's been published on CHARGE syndrome. It was published in 2010. Mm. And so by the time that book was published, I mean, Elijah was already two. So it's, it's crazy. Like the first medical book published on this syndrome yeah. was only eight years ago. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, it's, that's, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. So CHARGE syndrome is uh, something that is very new for a lot of people. Yeah. And, and you can, I mean, you Google it, you get about 20 different opinions on stuff. So it's, it's, it's hard to say exactly what it is, but um, exactly what it looks like because it's so different. And I know for a long time at the beginning of um, some of the research that we did, we found that um, they really struggled to diagnose a lot of these kids with the same thing because every case looked so different yeah. and they never related those kids or those people yeah. um, as That's having crazy. the same condition. Yeah. And not only that, it, was, it wasn't all that long ago that a lot of CHARGE syndrome kids didn't make it, make it past the first four years of life mm. because CHARGE syndrome is so brutal in those younger years yeah. for babies to have to overcome. There's so many hurdles. Yeah. And, uh, and so a lot of them um, up until only you know, 10, 20 years ago, didn't make it past uh, that first four-year mark, mm. um, sadly enough. So now, thanks to the wonders of, of uh, the medical community and the, the growth of technology and all of that, um, a lot more is being done around charge syndrome. So yeah. that's awesome. But yeah. tell us, what does this look like for us? Let's, let's let people know yeah. what this looks like for us with Elijah. Yeah. Yeah. So for Elijah... Um, Unfortunately, he has all of those ones on that list. <laughs> yeah. Not that that's a funny thing, but... <laughs> no, he does. It's um, crazy. He, yeah, he's quite... I don't know. You kind of... You don't really... You kind of look at your kid and you just see them as normal. Like, you don't... Mm. You know, but then when you go through ticking off the boxes, you're like, whoa, he's actually quite a... He's got a lot of challenges. He's a bit eh? of a charger. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, coloboma of the eyes. So, Elijah has... I can't remember if it's bits of retina missing, missing or black spots in his eye. I think it's just but, blank spots. Yeah. yeah or something and, a few, just affecting his peripheral vision. Yeah. So he only has blurry peripheral vision and then he possibly could need glasses to see like the white ball. But at the moment, they're not wor too worried about that because Elijah's not necessarily reading off the whiteboard for maths or English or anything at school. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it's something that he may need later, but keeping glasses yeah. on is going to be a whole other story. So it's not something we're rushing. When he's hanging down the back of the class with the naughty kids, yeah. he, may, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he may need some glasses then. <laughs> um, and then heart defects. So Elijah was born with something called Tetralogy of a Fellow. Tetralogy of Fellow. Of yes. Fellow. Yes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Basically a fancy... Fancy name for a hole in the heart. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and a little bit of narrowing. And That's right. Yeah, you had yes. a narrowing of one of the arteries. Yeah. One yeah. of the main arteries leading to his heart. Yes. So they've repaired the hole when he was, I think he was about 18 months when they did that, repaired the hole, mm. which was a crazy open heart surgery. Um, and he gets regular checkups and could possibly need surgery later for the um, narrowing of that artery. Yeah. Just, they just keep an eye on that to see what the blood flow's like. That's right. Um, and then atresia of Cohen, which is also another name for that is Cohen atresia, which 
basically it's bone we've talked about this haven't we it's the bone or the skin but for blocking elijah's nose. case it's the bone blocking <coughs> the nasal passage that's right so he was born with that that's why at birth he didn't breathe yeah and um they found that out when they tried to shove a um, feeding tube up his nose and couldn't get it up i think when he was about three days old yeah they tested that out and yeah and so they had to keep him in the meantime because babies when they're born they breathe through their nose yeah and so for a lot of charge syndrome kids who have the cyanotresia obviously they won't breathe when they're first born yeah and that can lead to either you know brain damage or even death, death yeah and so um if it's not treated like immediately yeah. and we just had a few miraculous happenings right at birth with um, our midwife and the ma the oxygen mask they couldn't find a little baby one which only goes over the nose they could only find one that an adult one which covered elijah's nose and mouth yeah so they were forcing they didn't know that his nose was blocked so they were forcing air into his mouth which is what which kept actually him going kept him alive yeah, yeah. and that was just crazy. phenomenal yeah so um otherwise yeah and then once he got to they put him on life support kept him on life support until um they figured out what was going on and yeah. then they ended up just putting a, a tube down as what was it it was like a it's just like a big um a couple inches long of tube that went down past the back of his tongue yeah to hold to his throat his open, open. Yeah. yeah and uh yeah, they did yeah, that because the surgeon was on holiday That's right. <laughs> and we couldn't get up the starship. <laughs> so he had to wear that for a yeah, week or something. Like two weeks, I think it yeah. was. Poor little guy. Yep, and they repaired that and then um, it closed over again with skin and then they had to repair, they repaired one nostril again when he was, must have been two or three, and then they have just repaired it again which was in November of last year, which has been amazing because yeah. he's been living with sinus infections, ear infections. Like That's right. He's been in so much pain, and yeah. which has caused a lot of anxiety for him. Yeah. And um, they've repaired that, and he has been like a different kid, yeah. like so different. That's one of the things, though, with special needs kids that so, even as parents, like I catch myself, I forget all the time just how much he's dealing with I know. in every moment yeah. of every day. Like, you know, when you're in pain, it's just, it's unbearable at yeah. times. And we get to communicate that and we have people who feel sorry for us and yeah. do things for us and help us, comfort us. And we can communicate and it kind of eases the anxiety around that pain. Yeah. But for these guys, you know, and for Elijah, he could he could be in severe pain and yeah. he's just locked in his own world just troopering on through yeah. and no one knows you know yeah. and so they sometimes they throw tantrums and, and these pain things can even be the reason for a lot of the autistic like behavior yeah. because it's coping mechanisms isn't it where they're just trying to soothe themselves and they're trying yeah. to they're just trying to calm themselves down, trying to self-regulate and all of that. Yeah. Um, or they just throw tantrums and go angry. So. Yeah. But they're dealing with so much all the time. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. So and then to... on top of that, the communication issues. Yeah. So it's they just... can't communicate. That, yeah. It's crazy. It's tough. The good news is, though, is that so many of them end up doing so well. Yes. Because it's just it's that rough start of all that medical stuff. Yeah. That's right there in their way that they have to get through but eventually they yeah. do a lot of them get through it and they end up and as soon as they can deal with all those medical issues and the communication yeah. issues they do amazing yes it seems like they, they really take off eh? yeah yep and then for elijah he um elijah 
uh, like I said before, he's nine, but he's really little. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a real struggle to get him to gain weight, which is, mm. that's been probably one of my biggest struggles with a mum, actually, because, yeah. I don't know, just it's, that pressure of going to the, that paediatric appointment, just hoping that I have given weight. him enough and he has put on enough weight. Like, yeah. You just, yeah, I don't yeah, know. It's just, a real tough. I mean, it's at the point now where it's pretty clear that Elijah has the retardation of growth. Yeah part of charge syndrome and so the pressure's kind of off a little bit to push the growth because that's just part of his his uh his dna it's part of his makeup yeah. at the moment that yeah growth is is something that comes slowly to him and so yeah, yeah. so it's not not as much pressure on us at the moment for that is there but yeah well, i mean we still have to fatten him up and all that and yeah. we've got to give him all the good stuff but yeah. it it does it's like oh okay this is actually elijah's normal yes <laughs> That's for right. what he has, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then so Elijah is completely deaf in his right ear and severely deaf in his left ear. That's right. And his left ear, he has a hearing aid. Um, we actually went for testing for a cochlear implant, but we didn't qualify. Um, he had a little bit, his hearing in his left ear was just a little bit too good, and they prefer if he used the hearing aid because yeah. it's more realistic, realistic sounding to a cochlear. Um, anyway, we've had issues with the hearing aid, like because of all his bone blockage in the nose mm. and all the drainage in his, his sinus sinuses infections and the ear infections, that. he just hasn't coped with the hearing aid yeah. at all. So, um, yeah, after nine years, it's like, okay, finally, this is, seems like a positive, you know, like hopefully this bone's not going to grow back this time. Yeah. And um, the hearing aid, he seems to actually be wearing it. And he'll mm. be wearing it all day at school sometimes, which is crazy. Like, he's never yeah. done that. It's amazing. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah. It's life-changing yeah. for Lyji. It is. It's awesome. And it's incredible as a parent to know that he can hear us yeah. actually to say, I love you and Elijah. And, yeah. you know, and we're not seeing responses yet, but we will. Yeah. So it's yeah. really, really cool. That's right. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's Lyji pretty much. And then, oh, apart from he's got facial paralysis. That's right. On his right side mm. of his face. So often it can be hard for people to actually tell if Elijah's smiling or crying or happy or sad. Also because of the trackie. Well, that's another thing he has. Yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty big one. Yeah, <laughs> See, the list is so flipping yeah. long, we forget. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so the trackie is because... Well, backtrack a little bit. The okay. facial paralysis. Yes. So that... That means one side of his face uh, doesn't move. Yes. And um, so his eye slightly blinks. Like I've noticed that, you know, yeah, his eyelid yeah. seems to come down a little yeah. bit and, and he blinks a little bit. But um, it was a challenge. It's ch been a challenge for him to open his mouth wide enough for feeding when he was real little. And, yeah. Um, meant that he, you know, breastfeeding, he couldn't do that. Yeah. Um, and sucking on a bottle, he couldn't do that. We had to have a special bottle yeah. for that. Um, so there was the facial, there's the facial paralysis thing. Yeah. But then, um, due to uh, the hot, like he just had a ridiculous amount of surgeries in the first uh, few months of his life. Yeah. Crazy amounts of surgeries, and a few of them emergency surgeries where he had to be intubated. And sh they basically shove a tube down your throat um, to keep you breathing, and they had to do that in an emergency situation a few times, which is quite rough. And um, so because of that, his throat, like part of the charge syndrome um, condition is that their airways and their breathing passages, their nasal passages, all of that, their sinuses are all very small and 
and compact, aren't narrow, they? Yes. Very narrow. And so with the intubation and the constant irritation, the constant friction and that force being shoved down his throat and all of that, um, it causes larynx to inflame and it caused his throat to just start, um, uh, his, his larynx to collapse and things like that. So, um, and then they had a, he, one of his surgeries, they um, hit the vocal cord, which is one of the risks with the surgery. It wasn't the, nerve, yeah. the vocal cord nerve. Yeah, sorry. So, so no, it wasn't a mistake. It's just one of the risks that go hand in hand with that particular yeah. surgery. And, um, and so that paralyzed one of his vocal cords. And it just meant that his throat, which was already small and narrow, with the enlarged larynx and the paralyzed vocal cords, suddenly was... Yeah, it got worse and worse. Yeah, he just couldn't breathe. He couldn't breathe. And so we had to have a trachea put in. Yeah. So he has a trachea put in. And the trachea means that he, he can breathe, which is obviously a huge bonus. <laughs> but it means that he can't talk. Yeah. And um, so... There's very little sound going in and there's very little sound coming out. Yeah. So communication has been an incredible yeah. challenge for us with Elijah. Yeah. And there are, there's speech valves and yes. there are ways, because you've probably seen people with trackies talking, so there are ways where people still can talk, but he hasn't been able to tolerate that. Um, yeah. And we've tried and I'm going to try again because I yeah, don't want to we'll give up. But so far, he hasn't been able to tolerate that. Um, and I think with all the medical stuff and the nose and the mm. sinus stuff, you know, it's been hard. But now that we're... Yeah, we're making of, progress. Yeah, we'll be able to try some of these things again. Yeah. yeah. And so he... Um, we're we're, we're going to look more in another episode. We're going to look more into the tracky side of things because yeah. that's a biggie for us. That's probably the main um, area of, of medical attention that we need to constantly be on edge around with Elijah like yeah. we have to always be an earshot of him we can't let him anywhere near water um we can't uh let him play with sand and no, dirt and yeah all that stuff we have like there's just so many things which we don't think of they'll become a habit to us uh which are totally not normal yeah. for, a par for parents yeah. to have as their normal yeah. and you know it includes through the night we have to suction him through the night we have to do all of that so we're going to look more at the tracky side of things. We also have to change the tracky, and which is a um, pretty full-on little procedure at times. And so um, we want to show you guys all of that kind of stuff because that's not only is it um, part of our story, but it is just quite fascinating to yeah. see what's out there now and see how people live. So we want to show you that yeah. and bring you into that part of the story. Yeah. But that is charge syndrome. Yeah, and we've probably missed some things with Elijah, yeah. but hey... You got the. You, you've got the. You got the idea. <laughs>
he had somehow, I don't know how he did it, it was quite clever, he got onto his head and was doing this cool little headstand up against the coffee table. And um, <laughs> so I pulled out my phone. And I, sorry, it wasn't a photo, it was a uh, video. Yeah, yeah. And I quickly videoed, and I was cracking up at this at this position he was in. <laughs> and um, so I just I just videoed it and then put it up on our special story. Because yeah. our goal with this is to share our story. And we unashamedly share our story, that we're going to share the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. <laughs> and so... I posted this video up thinking not much of it really to be honest it's just a normal part of our day we catch Elijah in all sorts of weird and wonderful places and positions he's yes. he's quite entertaining <clears throat> to watch so I posted this up and we got some people upset and so um, there was you know it started with a lady who was upset that I had posted something we had posted something with our son and his nappy that's right. Because Elijah, he's nine years old and he's still wearing nappies. Yeah. Um, and so, and to be honest, I was, I was quite, um, I didn't find it, I didn't think too much of her comment at all. It didn't bother me. I thought she actually worded it pretty well. Yeah. And uh, I didn't find her being too, like, no, she wasn't she didn't being mean or, or anything. No, no. She actually was just asking a few questions, but and she was concerned. Yeah, yeah. and what I really liked about it, so <clears throat> I wanted to talk about this because it it kind of brought up a few points for me, and I thought what I really liked about what this lady said was the fact that she said something. Yeah, that was cool. I don't care, like you know, whether they agree with me or not. I don't really care, but the fact that they said something that meant a lot to me. That someone would actually say something when they they feel like a special they they were they were prepared to stand up and speak on behalf of a special needs kid yeah and that's cool like that's awesome man yeah i was i was stoked with that to see people were prepared to even even standing up to the parents who they disagreed with yeah i thought man that's pretty brave i i was trying to think if i would have the courage to do that and i i don't know like I definitely would, I would chime in if I saw something happening with a special needs kid, and I have done before, but if it's the parents there that you're challenging, and it's a kind of a grey issue anyway, mm. I don't know if I'd have the courage to do that. Mm. So, that was pretty awesome. And then it went on from there, and um, another guy chimed in, and he was a bit more snotty. I, I replied to that lady and, and look, just said, look, you know, uh, we." she was asking if we if we were, uh, you know, if this is really appropriate, posting a, a video of our son in, in nappies, yeah. if he would be embarrassed by that and all that. Mm. So I just posted back and said, look, thanks so much for your, for your comment or your thoughts or whatever I said, because um, I really did appreciate it. And I just said, look, the nappies <laughs> for us is a very normal part of a special needs family life. Yeah. We don't see it as anything out of the ordinary, anything weird. Um, and it's definitely not an embarrassing thing at all yeah. for us. So we wouldn't post it if it was something we thought was mm. compromising for Elijah. And um, Yeah, and I think then after that she wondered how that was educational for non-special needs yeah. people yep. and who aren't connected to special needs families. And we had some awesome yeah. feedback, didn't we, and comments from people. It was really cool to see people jump in. how they thought it was. Yeah, because there was one guy who jumped in after that who was pretty negative and yeah. he was... He was he was perhaps a little less um, a little less uh, what do you call it 
you know, he wasn't as um, nice as how the lady had worded her disagreement yeah. or her thoughts. He was pretty more, he was a lot more blunt and um, was just a bit silly with his comment, I thought. Mm. But people just jumped in. I didn't want to say anything. I just thought, well, this is our story. Like, if people disagree with it, our promise is to share our story. Yeah. And if people disagree or are offended by it or whatever, that's fine. That kind of highlights the reason we need to share a special needs family story. Because yeah. if our family offends people, this is our normal. Yeah. And it is offensive at times because it's it's just so crazy. uncomfortable and weird. Like, yeah. I get offended at our story a lot of the times <laughs> when I'm cleaning up crap or, you know, stuff from weird places or you don't get sleep at night and all of this. And it's just not how life should be. And yeah. it, it's annoying. But yeah. anyway, a whole lot of people jumped in and we didn't reply to those some of those comments and and but a bunch of other people did and it was just really cool to see people going man this is really cool to um you know just to see where elijah's at and one lady asked so how come he needs a nappy still like um what's going on with that uh, i'd love to hear more and so yeah. we were able to answer those questions and it um it was really cool to see yeah my favorite one was yeah. the lady who had also had a child with child syndrome. Yes. And she said it's encouraging to see that another nine-year-old with child syndrome is still, you know, dealing with potty yes. training. Yeah, that's right. And I thought, oh, that's so cool. That yeah. That, you know, because I know I find that too. If I see things with on the internet with other child syndrome kids that I can relate to, yes. I'm like, oh, you see they're at he's the same normal. Stage. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it is comforting. Yeah. So, but one of the things I wanted to chat about with that was – that didn't like those posts they didn't seem to like you know for me I, that's not there's other things that affect me but those things don't affect me mm-hmm. um that's water off a duck's back for me but for you it hits you pretty hard yeah when it does you, when you see um you know people challenging what we're doing it really causes you to ask a lot of questions so t- yeah. tell me what were you thinking feeling through that yeah so for me as soon as somebody challenges me in a way that I feel like it's to do with me as a parent. Mm. <laughs> I think any mum would probably be like this, but I don't know. You just all of a sudden feel stink. Like, mm. And I, I just felt like, oh, no, am I dishonouring Elijah like that? Because that is not my intention at all. I would mm. never, ever want to do anything to dishonour him or yeah. make him feel embarrassed or, you know. Yeah. So I, had, I actually had to check myself on that, and I was mm. like, man, am I actually – you know, yeah. doing this, and it left me feeling pretty stink and vulnerable for a few days, actually, and which isn't necessarily a bad thing because it did make me think about things too, and um, it did make me think about Elijah in a different way as well, and yeah. you know, ways I haven't thought about before. So I'm thankful for that, um, but yeah, it made me feel a little bit, a little bit bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. Josh, we are good parents though, hey? <laughs> <laughs> so you just ask questions of yourself, don't you? Yeah, I do. I always yeah. do. Yeah. But that's healthy too, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, what I like about it is you, what most people do when they, you know, when they get challenged, not attacked, but challenged on social media, because I, like I say, I appreciate what that person did. Their comment, it wasn't an attack, it was a challenge. Yeah. I really like that. I don't mind that at all. Yeah. It's healthy. And uh, we, with that challenge, a lot of people, like, bite back mm. and attack back. Yeah. But you 
just resort like even though it's it sends you into a bit of a spin at times yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you still your first response is always to look at yourself yeah true and yeah. go oh man what's what have I like am I am I doing this right and you question your own heart and your own motives in it and you look at things yeah. and take a moment to actually just reassess and so that's pretty cool oh, thanks Thanks for tuning in guys, um, it's been awesome to chat again this week and yeah. share some more stories and share about Charge Syndrome and we hope it's been informative. Remember to uh, send in any questions or any yeah. thoughts that you want answered, um, yep. any thoughts that you want to share, any questions that you want answered, you can either post them to us via Facebook um, at the Our Special Story Facebook page on Insta Instagram, we're on there as well, or email them to us at hello at ourspecialstory.com. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to say anything, Ams, before we finish up? Um, yeah, just thanks for joining us, and we look forward to the next one. Yeah. Be fun. See you next week. See ya.